Let's pray. God, as we begin the Lenten season, somber, but never sad, we pray that you'd be with us to uh, give us great comfort and assurance that there is no more reproach for us. That through Christ Jesus, we are safe, we are clean, we are yours. Build us up in that confidence as we reflect during these days of Lent. Uh, build us up in that and always send us out that what we have freely received, guide us to freely give. Come be with us. Amen. The word no is a lot like money. Money is neither good nor bad. It just kind of is. It's, uh, you might say that money is morally neutral. It's not money in and of itself. It's what you do with it. Uh, remember, the Bible says it's the love of money that's a root of all kinds of evil, not money itself. Uh, money, as a, as a thing, is, is morally neutral. And so the word no, no is just a word. It's a simple word. It's a clear word. Sometimes it needs to be a clearer word. But it's, it's morally neutral. I mean, you can use no for good or for ill. Uh, you can use no for good to resist what's bad. Or you can use no for ill to rebel against what's good or what's God's. We're going to think during the Lenten season about what happens when God says no. Uh, has God said no to you? What has God said no to you about? How, how does that impact your life when God says no? We're going to look at this from a number of different angles. Uh, the message this Sunday is going to be on the Ten Commandments. God says no. God says no to murder. God says no to sexual immorality. God says no to stealing. We're going to look one of the other weeks at what happened when uh, uh, David's baby was sick. And remember, David, King David prayed for the baby to get better. And, uh, and God said, no. What do you do with no? We're going to think about that during the season of Lent. It's a very simple word, no. It's one of the first words that kids learn. They might say, mama, dada. But pretty soon they learn, No. And by the time they're two, they've got it down to a science. No! <laughs> no. You can use it in all kinds of different ways. No can be very polite. Would you like another piece of cake? No. We even add thank you. No, thank you. It's very polite. Uh, the word no can be startling if a kid's darting across the street. You go, no! It's meant to startle. No can also be a word of... of of great surprise. When something amazing has happened, what do you say? You say, no. The word no. It's morally neutral. It's not the word in and of itself, but it's what we do with it that makes a difference. And, and one of the problems with us as human beings is that like everything else we use, we misuse the word no. We have a problem with the word no. Our problem with no is that we apply it to the wrong things. Someone says, hey, do you want to start an exercise regimen? No. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, 
Do you want to begin to eat healthy? No. We apply to the wrong things. Will you help me? No. Will you forgive me? No. Will you love me? No. We apply it to the wrong things. Or we fail to apply it to the right things. We ought to say no to racism. We ought to say no to bullying. We ought to say no to immorality and greed, anger, jealousy, discontent. We ought to be saying no to those. Our biggest problem with the word no is too often we apply it to God. God invites us to walk with Him and we say no. God invites us to learn from Him. And we say, no. God invites us to pray to Him, to serve Him, to come and worship Him. And we say, no, no, no. We get the word wrong a lot. During the Lenten season, we're going to see that God gets it right always. God's no, even if it's not to our liking, is always the right word when he says it, when he uses it. What we're going to see as we begin the Lenten season and make our way to the cross, I want you to see tonight that God uses no to rescue. No is a rescue word. Uh, Think about someone, I I don't know, a firefighter, uh, an army guy. Think about someone uh, rushing into danger to rescue people in trouble. And just as they head off into the battle or into the fire, they say, no! They say, the enemy is not going to win. The fire will not prevail. I am here to rescue. I want you to see tonight that God uses no to rescue. That's the word from the cross. From the cross, God is saying no in Christ Jesus. He says no to evil. He says evil will not win. Evil will not hold the field. Evil will not stand. No. I'm here to conquer. He says no to sin. Sin will not prevail. Sin will not condemn. He says, no. Sin will not adhere. He says, as far as the east is from the west, that's how far I'm going to remove their sin. I'm going to forgive it, I'm going to cleanse it, and I'm going to remember it no more. He says to your sin and my sin from the cross, he says, no, gone. It's a rescue word. He says, no, to Satan. There's a pitched battle there on the cross. And Jesus is saying no to Satan. You go ahead and bruise my heel, but I'm crushing your head. He says, you've, you've hurt this world. You've hurt my people. But no to you, Satan. I will draw my people to me. And your gates can't prevail against me. He says, I've got a lake of fire, the second death for you from the cross. Jesus is saying no to Satan. And he says no to death. Death was never God's plan for us. 
When he created Adam and Eve, I always like to say, death is not natural. It's not what he had in mind. It's normal because it happens to us all. Because we all sin, we all die. It's become very normal, but it's not natural. And from the cross, Jesus says to death, no. He himself goes into the bowels of death to rescue us. So that death is swallowed up in victory. As we make our way through the Lenten season, that's where I want us to start. I want us to hear this word, this clear word, even if it's an unspoken word, but it is a very clear word from God in Christ, from the cross, where he says, no, evil does not win. Paul was writing to the church and to the people around Titus. Titus was a pastor. He had a flock around him. And and Paul was writing to Titus and to his people about how to live, how to carry out their lives, how to make their way through their pilgrimage in this world. And he said to them to look to him. We are to look to the cross to learn better how we should say no. God's no helps our no. You know, as we go through the Lenten season, don't let this be a time where you look within for moral improvement. To say, well, I'm going to become a better person and I'm going to look within and I'm going to take care of some things and change some things and I might not eat chocolate for a while. (laughs) I don't want you to look within for those changes and that help, but to look to the cross. That's what the Bible says. Fix your eyes on Jesus the author and the perfecter of our cross. For when he says no from the cross, it helps us. Here's what Paul wrote. He said, For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. It, the salvation that has appeared, where has the salvation appeared? Paul says just a little later, the appearing of the glory of our great God. We talked about glory on Sunday. Where do we see that glory on the cross? The glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for himself a people that are his very own, eager to do what is good. The grace of God has appeared to us on the cross to teach us how to say no. To teach us how to say no to ungodliness, and to worldly passions, that we might live self-controlled lives. We look to the cross, and we learn to say no to evil. I'm not giving in. We learn to say no to sin. Oh, I know that's enticing. I know that's attractive. I know a lot of people are doing that, but no, not me. We say no to Satan. We say, Satan, Blow as hard as you want against me, but I'm going to draw near to God. That means you've got to flee. You are a second-rate power, Satan, and I will not be corrupted by you. We look to the cross and we say no to death. You can't scare me. I'm not afraid of it. I'm not going to despair about it because I know already my death has been swallowed up in victory. It is when we look to the no from the cross that we're strengthened to say no and to use it well and to use it wisely as we follow our God. In just a a few weeks, at the end of Lent, we get to uh, Good Friday. And on Good Friday, we, we think about typically the seven last words from the cross. 
We hear these words, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Today you'll be with me in paradise. Behold your mother, behold your son. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? I thirst. It is finished. Into your hands I commend my spirit. In addition to the seven, we begin the Lenten season with the eighth word from the cross. Not spoken out loud, but spoken indeed, where Jesus says, No. And we're rescued. Amen.